Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Blog Talk listeners. Welcome to... The Double Dip Tuesday with the Latter House Bible Enrichment Hour. We are glad that you could join us tonight and uh, be with us as we open up this show. I would like to give a shout out to my um, sponsors, uh, Beverly Beasley of Greenwich Place. I would like to give a shout out to her pastor. Reverend Richard Terry, also to um, my husband and also co-host of uh, Free on the Inside, uh, Minister Jewel Lewis. We are so happy to have you tonight. We are just gracious and glad that God has made helped us through this day and that we have been just blessed to see another day. God, we thank you for this day, and we are hoping that you've had a wonderful day also in the Lord. Um, Also, uh, we want to welcome you to Double Dip Tuesday. We are, um, we have what we called uh, a new day called Breakfast of Champions here Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, that's 6 a.m. Pacific Time, every Tuesday night from 8.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time uh, or 6.30 Pacific Time, you have you are joining us with our Bible Enrichment Hour. We have a thing around here where we say, everyone bring one. So thank you for joining us tonight, and thank you for just being with us. Tonight, the portion of Scripture that I'm going to read is going to come from James. Um, It's going to be James 3, going from 3 to 4. So I'm going to read, um, it says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good spirit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace 
reap a harvest or or righteousness. Submit yourself to God. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You cover, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have, you do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. But you may spend what you get on your on your pleasures. Your adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he is jealous, longs for the Spirit, and has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That is why Scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When the judge, when you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawyer, lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you who are you to judge your neighbor. I have read for you um, James 3, 13 through 4, 12. May God have a blessing to the readers and hearers of his holy word. Um, I'm seeing that um, there are some problems I'm having right now with the switchboard. I'm not getting anyone in, so I'm going to probably just have to refresh this and uh, get back to you tonight because we are having some issues. I can't seem to get you on my board. So hold on and give me a few minutes to get this together here. I'm probably going to have to reboot my computer uh, since it's frozen. So give me a minute to get this back up and get back on the line with you. Uh, Bear with me for a moment, please. I'm frozen. My computer is frozen, okay? Just hold on for a minute, all right? Hold on. God bless you.
Just bear with me for a moment, please. Hold on. Is anyone there? Yes. No. Okay, I'm sorry. I have uh, my computer froze up, so now I think we're back in uh, action today. So thank you for holding. Uh, did you hear the introduction? Hello? I actually heard you when you were saying that when you before you got off the line, you had just finished reading the scriptures. I just want to okay. say, just to I want to say hey to everybody. Um, okay. Well, well, thank you so much for holding on and bearing with me. This no uh, problem. This uh, sometimes these uh, computers have a mind of their own. I just want to say thank you, and um, hopefully you, you've had a wonderful day. That God has been gracious and masterful to you. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get our announcements out the way then. Um, um, like I said, our founder and overseers, none other than Dr. S. D. Carter, we are here at the Letter House keep our man of God covered by praying for him daily. Yes, we do it on weekends, too. We have set aside a special time of the day, 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. 
That means that whatever time zone you're in, someone is praying for our man of God and our awesome network. If you are in, um, if you have a desire to reach us, the address to reach us on uh, internet is the lh work at gmail dot com. You can talk. Um, Inquire by uh, text. I mean, emailing us any questions or uh, something that you'd like to have Pastor um, speak on or teach on, or just feel free to uh, email us at that address and contact him. And if you can uh, tell him how you're enjoying the show, I mean uh, the. Uh, Morning call It would be marvelous He would love to hear from you If you can just um, Like us on Facebook At Our Ladder House Where you will also find Upcoming events and daily inspirations Uh, If there's anything That you need from us We will be more than happy To get you the pastoral prayer If you don't have it uh, we will answer any questions that you need answered. Pastor does read the e- the email daily, and we want to thank God for giving Dr. Carter the vision and to restore virtue to a society that is barren of spiritual and moral excellence. We believe that as we link with individuals, associations, and corporations, that we will effectively build a network of kingdom advancers and entrepreneurs. Manifesting works globally that will be stations of empowerment through media, technology, and other creative platforms in traditional and non-traditional settings. We believe we will effectively reach a multi-ethnic, multicultural generation. We thank you for your partnership, for your attendance, your faith, and your seed which allows us the privilege to advance this cause across the nation by connecting purposes. Again, we thank God for giving Pastor the vision for this great network. We have also been asked to see $5 a day or $25 a week or whatever God has laid on your heart to see to us. Um, We will accept it graciously. If you are, um, if you need the address or if you need how to see, you can see by PayPal at our letter house. Uh, You can email us and ask us the um, address and the uh, how to get your seed to us. We also ask you if you're making out checks, make them payable to the letter house. And um, do we have anyone on the line tonight that would like to read our pastoral prayer? If not, I will go ahead and read the pastoral prayer. Um, It says, We thank you, Father, for your man, Pastor Dr. Shelton D. Carter, and the Ladder House Vision. We thank you, Father, that you have predestined him to restore virtue in a society bearing a spiritual and moral excellence. We thank you, Father, for directing his steps and giving him a spirit of excellence. Continue to give him a hearing ear to t- 
teach and speak the written and revealed word of God to your people. Circumcise his ear for your glory and good pleasure. We declare and decree that no eternal or internal weapons formed against him will prosper. Every emotional, physical, psychological, financial, or spiritual weapons formed against him are destroyed now. Your word declares that whoever wars against him, that you would war against them. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Therefore, through the prayer, praise, worship, prophetic declarations, and every weapon you've supplied us with through our Holy Spirit, we declare our pastor free to serve you in the beauty of holiness. For we pull down every stronghold and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God concerning Dr. Shelton D. Carter. Every argument against him we bring down into the captivity and obedience of Christ. On behalf of our your son and our pastor, we come against every obstacle of pride that keeps the people of God from intimately knowing you, every rebellious thought we bring under the subjection of the Lordship of Christ Jesus, every internal enemy that comes to scatter the flock, seeking to make self-disciplines against the congregation, we declare illegal. We speak that your anointing destroys every yoke in his life, over his children's lives, his family, and ministry. We declare and decree by the anointing of the Spirit of God that our plans, allowances, strategies, demonic forces, false, evil, and selfish motives are exposed and that every hindrance be removed. Every witch, warlock, or says both spiritual and natural, be removed off of Dr. Carter, and therefore his power broken. Pastor is free from all yokes of bondage, fear, poverty, generational, and demonic curses. We resist every spirit that acts as a gatekeeper to his soul. We renounce any further association passed down from generation to generation, Biological, psychological, spiritually, or any unknown force that comes against him. We, the people of God, declare him blessed, and therefore we communicate in all good things concerning him according to Galatians 6 and 6. Therefore, we make holy garments of your man according to your word and commandment for glory and beauty. We... Your people declare Dr. Shelton D. Carter blessed and abundantly supplied in Jesus' name. All praise, glory, dominion, and power to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is our pastoral prayer that we pray every day, twice a day, over our man of God. We keep him lifted up. And you are also free to pray as many times as you think about him during the day to keep him covered, to keep God in uh, over him. Plead, 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 plead the blood for him. Talk to God on his behalf. We need to keep him covered because the devil is busy and he is running rapid trying to destroy what Dr. Carter is building, 
trying to keep us from going to our next level. You know, Dr. Carter has been uh, telling us about our next level of living, and uh, he's been giving us some good information on that, uh, our next level of living. I was uh, looking at some notes today about that. Um, let me try trying to find um what he's been talking about uh, uh uh in Joshua he was telling us that to to cross over God has to give us more instruction changing directions for our life we're in a place of questioning questioning uh what we are believing in um uh, for God to give us in order to go to the next level. So we have to be ready and obedient to follow in his word and to have the power to uh, call our angels because we do have angels that are watching over us and we have to resurrect our thinking and establish a fact. So um, he told us um Back in September, he says that we are extended, we are it, we are healed, we are strange, we're after our blessings. God has said a word over our lives, and that's monumental there to know that God has settled a word over our lives. Uh, we need to expect the extraordinary, expect to be strange, and he asked us to go do something that we can do before the power of the Lord is on us through his revealed word cannot live by the bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God I want to ask if there's anyone that would like to share tonight over some of the things that pastor has been teaching us over the last couple of months I was just going through some notes so I gave you a little highlight a little reminder um, is there anyone that would like to share tonight? The floor is open. Can you hear me? Hello? Is anyone listening? Anyone? Can anybody? Can everybody hear me plainly? Can I get a response so I know that someone is there? That you you can hear me loud and clear. Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for responding to me. I uh, needed that because, uh, like I said, we were having some issues with this computer. But since you're there and listening to me, thank you for your response. Uh, we usually pastor asks for us to get a reader for tonight. So, is there anyone that would volunteer to read tonight? Can I get a volunteer for a reading? I need a couple of them. Anybody there that wants to read? Tonight, I'm going to go down this line, and I'm going to ask you that your four, the last four digits of your phone number is 8182. Would you like to read tonight? No, ma'am, not in position to do so. Um, 8622, would you like to read tonight? Hello? 
0500, would you like to read tonight? 
guys are out with me on my walk right now. But however, if you would look at Acts chapter 3, amen. As I was uh, listening to the Lord, just trying to hear what it is that he would have me to talk about tonight. Okay. And you were rehearsing. Uh, trying to get the people to respond back to some of the things that they even have acquired throughout uh, their time here. <clears throat> so I was reminded of uh, something, and then the Lord was just saying that this. I just kept hearing there's still power. There's still power in my name. Amen. There's still power in my name. There's, there's all power in my name. Okay. All of heaven and earth. Is in my hand. So I want us to look at uh, Acts chapter 3. Amen. All right. We do have a reader tonight. All right. Um, Yes. We want to do Acts chapter 3, verses 1. Um. One through six. And before now, you start to read, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this opportunity that has been given to us by grace, not by perfection, but by election that you kind us tonight. And we want to say thank you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak to the heart of the matter and that you would introduce to people, Father, part of you that maybe they had not known that they may live a more productive and more fluid and more powerful life of liberty and love, prosperity, and grace in the spirit. I pray, Father, that the ears of the listeners are hearing as you are speaking, and therefore you are anointing our ears to hear. Thank you for this privilege, this grace, and opportunity. In Jesus' name, those 11 said amen. 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 Verses 1 through 6 of Acts chapter 3. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple called Beautiful. But alms of them entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple? Acts at alms. And Peter sat in his eyes upon him, which John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Amen. Those of you who have noise in your background, you can start uh, six. That will mute you out. All right, and we can read verse six again. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I give I, but such, ha, but such as I have give I thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. <laughs> the Bible says around the ninth hour, 
that the apostles of Christ, again, an apostle is a sent one. <clears throat> By definition, it is a sent one, one who is sent. And, of course, when he is sent, he is sent with a mission and assignment, operation, amen, which he is required to perform, to fulfill, and to complete. However, um, the Bible says that they were coming at the ninth hour, and I'd like to say that the ninth hour, again, was customarily and traditionally the hour of prayer. And so this is something they were doing routinely. Now, it's, it's some, somewhat, you know, sometimes it, we, we fall into ruts or through rudimentary activity uh, in our Christian lives where it seems like if we do something repetitiously, it seems to lose its flavor. And not only does it lose its flavor, but it loses its, its power, if you would. Because we become accustomed to the custom. And just because something is customary in our Christian walk, does it mean that it loses its uh, impact? What causes this impact to be diluted, if you would, is our approach, amen, as it relates to our perspective of what's happening. We we begin to become very um, familiar with the things of God, especially when you've been a part and and you've seen wonderful miracles that happen. This thing that is so unique and outstanding can become a regular activity because people spoil very easy. And I know some people have never seen a miracle, never seen a creative miracle, never seen a live miracle, never seen blinded eyes open, never seen the lame walk, never seen the dumb talk. Um, but for those of us that have and have seen this on the regular, sometimes you can get caught up in the spectacular to the degree that you allow the supernatural, which is spectacular, to become normal. Become normal. Um, I don't think I've had a service that the Holy Spirit didn't show up. I, I just I don't I don't believe so. Um, one is I expect him to show up, but I'm never um, comfortable, or never I never try to become casual, if you would, to to that level of. Um, visitation. And one of the reasons I never become common with it is because I know that when he comes, he always comes to do something unique, different, and new. And so although he is a regular attendee, he is never the same when he shows up. And because he's not the same when he shows up, then I am no longer the same after he shows up. And in this particular passage in, in Acts, the Bible says that this man was carried there daily, every single day, and they laid him there at the foot. And when they laid him there, they laid him there where he would beg 
and ask of alms. This is where he did it, and he did it every single day. <clears throat> and the uh, funny part about it is this, is that not only did he, did he have this going on in his life, but he did this, and he did it at the temple. He baked every single day at the temple in which and where he was brought. And not only was he brought there, but they laid him there. And then they went into the service, and they began to do their rudiments at the hour of prayer. And after they did their prayer, coming into the uh, normalcy of service, and again, this is an attitude that we that some of us possess. This is an attitude. We, we, we come in, and, and we're really not expecting nothing because if we really were expecting a move of God, and again, the temple was literally the expected place for the visitation of the power of God. It was the place that man and God would have an encounter. And so, as you know, when God shows up, he shows out. The scripture says that when he comes, he comes with his reward. And so daily these people are going to the temple and they're going inside of the temple. They leave this man who has a real issue and need outside while they go inside to do normalcy. The sad part about it is they were not expecting anything other than their normal behavior. They were literally paying their due or their homage to God as to pay a payment on a railway plan, if you would, for salvation. This is how most people approach church. They go to church as if they're playing an installment on their heaven plan. I went this Sunday to pay my installment. (laughs) I really didn't expect nothing different. I didn't expect the move of God. I didn't expect God to rain down. I didn't expect God to heal. I didn't expect God to deliver. I just came to pay my dues. This is why I even brought somebody with me, but I left them at the door while I went in. And the reason I left them at the door, because I just really brought somebody who seemingly had a situation worse than mine. Because it seems as if we're only able to connect with people who are in a bad situation. And it's kind of easy to get somebody who is at the last end where I may as well come to church to come. But I'm I'm looking for the church and the people, amen, that have such a witness that I don't have to be down and you don't have to be down and out for me to get you in. But I have such a witness that even the up and in want to come and follow me into the house of the Lord. But the reason I don't have what it takes to witness to those that are up and in is because I myself now have diluted my presentation and my witness because I too have made coming a regular scheduled activity that I do normal things normal in a normal way, and therefore I have the same casual results not because God wasn't able, but because I showed up with no expectation. My God in here. <laughs> Anybody hear anything I'm saying to you tonight? You, you, we show up with no Amen. expectation. 
We're not even expecting God to do anything else. Well, how could you say that, Pastor? Because we, when we get to the house of God, we go in, we do our normal behavior. But if we really were expecting God to move, then what about this man that's laying here lame? I brought him for show. But I really wasn't sure that God would show up today. Matter of fact, I didn't know what was going to happen in church today. And so I left him at the door while I went in and I did what I do. And somebody said, well, I didn't leave him at the door. I brought him, I set him on the pew next to me, but you left him at the door. Because, not because God wasn't able, but because you wasn't expecting nothing. How do you know I wasn't expecting nothing? I brought somebody to church with me. Yeah, you brought somebody to church with you. And you was hoping that the preacher was going to get the job done for you. But, honey, if you ever get to the place where you are expecting God to do something, then you're, you're, you're at the place that you have a private, intimate, and knowledgeable relationship with God. So much so that you're not expecting God to do nothing here, in here, but you have witnessed such so strong that you've ministered out there. And we're only coming to the service this week to celebrate God together. And he's so worthy to be celebrated because every time I come in contact with him, he always does something new. He always does something new. Uh, and I want you to see something that happens here. The Bible says that they that where they brought this man, they brought him, he was lame, and they brought him to uh, to the service. And it was the Pharisees that brought him. The Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day, the type and shadow of the spirit of religion, if you would. And so religion brought him customarily to the temple every single day at the normal hour, did the normal thing, okay? And one day, Peter and John shows up who were not Pharisees. They were not religious. But they had something that religion did not have. They said this. They said, they said in the sixth verse, they said, uh, silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have. I don't have gold. I don't have silver. I don't have any money. But what I do got is better than any insurance plan you got. I got a name. That through my education and informed knowledge of the word of God, it belongs to me. What belongs to me? The name belongs to me. And everything that name represents is mine. <laughs> and so in this name that I have, this cure that I have, this weapon that I got, this tool in my hand, rise up and walk. And I'm not shy nor short, but I'm certain that this name works. I'm so certain that I don't have to take you through the rudiment and the regular skips and steps to my loo, amen. But, how, but now, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, this is without doing the regular scheduled activity. 
this is somebody that this is a different ministry group now. This is a group of ministers, hallelujah. These are a group of ministers, if you would, that are living in expectation. So much so that they don't wait until they get to the service to expect the move of God. But these are a group of people now that's about to surface in the earth that they're going to expect the move of God everywhere and anywhere they go because they understand that he will never leave you nor forsake you and that he would always be with you. They understand that the whole family in heaven and earth has been named with that name and therefore they understand not only the the authority and the power they got in that name. So Jesus is not just a name that they quote at the end of a prayer. But they understand that when they say the name of Jesus, that the fullness of who he is, <laughs> the fullness of who, of who he is, goes into the op- operation because you understand your legal and your spiritual right to use that name which is to use that authority. And remember, you can't use the authority, you can't have the power that comes along with the authority unless you understand authority. And when you understand your authority, you understand your authority because you understand your rights. And I got a right to that name. Notice the apostles when they came to him, they said, In the, I do not have this, but I do have that. And with this that I have, I cannot lose because I understand what's invested in this name. See, the, the, the apostles of that day had a, um, had a, had, was on the cutting edge because they had, the, they had the privilege of a Hebrew culture. And so they understood culturally uh, what was happening? You, you remember uh, uh, in in the Old Testament where Moses is uh, on Mount Sinai and he's having this conversation with God, and this God that is talking to him from this burning bush, if you would, this pronounced activity, and so even God had to deal with some of the religion that was in Moses because again Moses asked the question after receiving the law the Pentateuch the revelation of the spirit of God having this pronounced moment and experience with God which we know as this burning bush experience that has become traditional to us but you got to understand that had nobody had no bush talking to them while on fire ever in their life before and has not to date that I know of Amen. And so you got to understand that this is a wonderful experience with God who says out of a bush that is on fire but yet not consumed, he says, take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. For this ground that you're on, it's holy. It's separate. It's unique. It's distinct from all other times, other moments in your life. This moment that I'm introducing you to is going to change your life forever. It's going to change you so much so that you'll never, ever doubt the power that's behind or invested in me. Especially, that's why when I give you this rod, you're going to understand that there's something in this rod. Now, is it in the stick? No, it's not in the wood. 
but it's in the authority that I place behind the presentation of your activity when you stretch forth your when you stretch forth this rod. You understand? Because the idea was that when Moses brought the people out of bondage, he did not just stretch his rod, but he stretched forth his hand. Hallelujah. <laughs> he stretched forth his hand. <sighs> And then, therefore, he reached out his rod. The Bible says when he stretched forth his hand, you got to understand, he, this next move, if you're going to have an encounter with God that gives you the confidence and the assurance that you need in order to walk in the power of God, you're going to have to have an experience, but you will not have that experience until you stretch. Walking in God's divine power is not for casual attendees. Walking in God's authority is not for people who just show up out of tradition because this is what we do and so that pastor don't be tripping. No, if you're going to walk in power, you're going to have to stretch. And then you're going to have to take some time to get informed. You have to sit and be disciplined and become a student of God's word. Those apostles understood the authority they had that name. They understood the culture. Moses come out of Mount Sinai after this wonderful experience. And he asked God, he said, well, who should I? He said, what name shall I give them? He said, what name should I give these people? Out of all the things that Moses could ask for, he says, what name shall I give these people? Who should I tell them? What God should I tell them sent me down here with this revelation? What, what, what can you give me a, a, a name, sir? You understand how we do when we, we, we try to find who's in charge? <laughs> he said, can, 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 I, can I get a name? Because I need to know your name so I can talk to your manager and then when I get to your manager, I'm going to get your manager's name because I understand that your manager's name is higher than your name in, an authority, in the authority chain. And so if your manager can't give me what I need, then you need to give me the name of the next person, hallelujah, who got more power than you got until the point I, to the point, till I get to the point or to the place that I can get to the person who has the authority, who has Amen. the power, who understands my rights as well as their authority, which gives and grants me my privileges. But you did this when you tapped in to the name that has the authority. <laughs> Why well, can't I tell you that when Moses said, what name shall I give them? God turned around and said, you can't box me into a name because if you box me into the name, I'll be subject to that name that you gave me. And so he said, just tell them that I am sent you. I am sent you. I am sent you. Tell them, I am. I am what? I am that I am. I am what? I am that that I am. That what? What I am, I am that. What is that? That what you need, I'm that. But wait a minute, you don't know what I need because I'm all of that. (laughs) So no matter what your needs is, I am all of that. I can cover the whole being. I am that I am. And so I'm about to start introducing Moses. Let me introduce you to me. And when I introduce you to him, I'm going to introduce and reveal myself to you through name. 
And so when God introduced himself to, uh, 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 to these Christians, or the first people that were on the planet, he introduced himself by revealing his name. And so he, he, when he wanted to introduce uh, Gideon to Jehovah Shalom, the God of our peace, he did that by revealing and manifesting his name over there at the Rock of Oreb where Gideon got back and seized back the, the watering place, or the refreshing place, if you would. He revealed himself as Je- Jehovah-Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd, to David in Psalm 23. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> then he proved himself, amen, over in Genesis to Abram, where he revealed and through the ram that was called in the thicket of defense, Jehovah-Jireh, which proved that he is the Lord, our God of our provision. He is our God of provision. And so he says, I am Jehovah Jireh. I'm Jehovah Rohi. I'm Jehovah Sikhanet. The Lord God, your sanctifier. The Lord God, your righteousness. I am all of that. Whatever you need me to be, I'm that. See, when he says, I am that I am, what he, he, I, I like to give it like in the blank check sense, sense, sense where, you know, like you have a blank check. And God done signed this, and he done left it blank. He said, whatever you need me to be, just fill it in. That's what I am. And trust and believe, I got it to cover it. I'm God. I'm Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that heals you. And so in, in Exodus chapter 20, the, the, the Bible says this. Well, before Exodus, uh, uh, the psalmist says that, the, the angels hearkening to the voice of God's word. That word voice uh, has to do with resonance. And we shared before about how it resides or it, 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 it transmits on a certain frequency. And one of the frequencies that the word of God transmits on is knowledge. Knowledge. And we don't think that this is important to have knowledge of God's word. What, this is, so we just go to church and we just skip and we just jump and just, just dance and we have no idea what we're doing. We have no idea what this dance means to God. We have no idea what this dance means to, 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 to us. We have no idea why we give. We have no idea what the tithe is, why we're tithe. We're just doing stuff. And we wonder why Satan is running rush out through our life. He's running rapid in our life because we're ignorant to his vices. The Bible says that he doesn't want you uh, uh, fooled by the wicked wiles, the schemes, the schism. And the way you're not fooled is that you get knowledge of God's word. You got to get knowledge. He says, he says that the glory, he says the glory comes through knowledge. He says you're going to renew your behavior, renew your person. He says you have to put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge. So you can't change your behavior because you have no information on how the spirit is supposed to be operating through you through his word and how it is to renew your mind. When the word of God renews your mind, it comes through knowledge of his word. And so he renovates your thinking and the process of how you think, and therefore perceptionally and through the precept, your perceptual thinking, you don't think the same way no more because God has changed the way you think through his word. And because God has changed the way you think, God has changed how you feel about stuff. So stuff you used to worry about, 
it just you don't freak out like you used to no more. And God is teaching you how to be sober minded, how to be still. How, and he's, he's teaching you that he is upholding all things by the power and the counsel of his own words. He's holding your life together. Your life don't make sense. And to have the pieces that you have together doesn't make sense, but it makes complete spirit and complete word. God's holding it down for me. He told those people in, 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 when they were coming out of the wilderness, he said he had fed them by manna and remembered that the manna ceased. And the manna ceased. In other words, God wasn't feeding them people like that no more because that's how he fed them. He, bra- he rained down bread from heaven, and then he stopped. Why? Because they were getting ready to step into their promised land. And when you're getting ready to go into your promise, you can't get your promise in ignorance. You got to get your promise in knowledge. You got to have some information. You got to be informed. This fight is too intense for you to be ignorant. See, you're trying to you're trying to fight the devil uninformed. And the word of God is very clear when he said. He said it very clearly. He said that my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge, not from a lack of showing up at the temple daily. They're going to show up at the temple, but they done walked to the bathroom so many times that they, because they just go for it just to attend. It's, it's normalcy. It's a casual attendance. There's really no expectation because when you got expectation, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Your behavior is so, so in tune. You don't want to miss nothing. It's like, it's like the, it, it's like a Super Bowl game or a boxing match that you didn't pay for on pay-per-view. You didn't spend a hundred dollars for a, a, a boxing match and you don't have a DVR. Don't you distract me during this game. I need to sit down and catch every play. I need to get the information. Likewise, you're showing up at class, but you're going, you done, you done skipped out of class so much and you're, you're there. So you, you attend it, but you ain't really there. You understand what I'm saying? And so you're confused why you're not getting uh, calculus. You don't understand it. Because you was able to breathe through addition and subtraction, but when you got to those higher lessons, you couldn't grab them just uh, going in and out. You got to sit down and be still. You got to have a recording device. You got to have pad and pencil. You got to be ready, alert, and in tune. You understand? And you got to go back in the home and you got to read over and you got to regurgitate and you got to. You don't just become a lawyer because you want to, you don't become a doctor because you want to. <laughs> You became all that because you had to read. You had to sit down and read. And not just read, but you had to retain. Because no matter how much you read, if you didn't retain what you read, you would be an an uninformed attendee. And if you are an uninformed attendee, you will not show up on the graduation list because the test is going to prove that you don't know your stuff. And life is hitting us with all types of tests. And we're failing our tests and proving that we don't know our stuff. And so we're still trying to do the best we can. We're still hoping. And we're still up there talking to God saying, what name shall we give him? He said, tell him that I am. Tell him that I am. Tell them that I am. The Bible says Jesus came and fulfilled all the commandments of God totally. Fulfilled them bodily. Thank you, Jesus. And because he did, 
Well, how do we know he did? Because in the beginning was the word, and the word that was in the beginning became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld the glory. Glory is the innate, innate nature of a thing. What is the glory? He said, I, he said, we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. For the first time, we get to see God now on display through Jesus, the God of the Old Testament, the God that revealed himself through those names, the God that revealed himself as Jehovah Jireh, the God that revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, Shalom, Mekadesh, Sikhanu, Rohi, Teshua, that God dwelt amongst us through that word that became flesh. And the name given to the flesh was Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us, is it translated? And so God who was with us was on the streets of Jerusalem, walking through Galilee, and he was healing the sick and raising the dead. He he was multiplying loaves and fish, took authority over the sea, took authority over the air. He said, peace be still, manifesting Jehovah Shalom, the God of our peace. Multiplied the loaves and fish and proves himself as Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides. Healed Peter's mother-in-law, showed that he is Jehovah Rapha, manifested that name. He came to manifest and to show us the Father. That's why he didn't just die, because he wanted to show what the Father really was like. This is who the Father is. I know y'all waiting on him to murder you, kill you, and knock you down. And whoop you just because you messed up? But no, let me show you the Father. Jesus came to show us him. He said, this is what he's like. And the Bible says, because Jesus fulfilled these commandments, revealing and proving to us who the Father was, God took his name, and he gave it to his son, Jesus. And when God gave him his name, he literally gave him his He gave him authority. He gave him power. So when you come in that name, that family name, that name that belongs to you, it's your name, man. What is your name? Jesus. No, 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 what's your name, Pastor? I said, Jesus. Because his name has come upon me. So when, because Ephesians says that I'm named under that family name. And so therefore, when I show up, I'm not showing up in my authority, but I'm showing up in his authority. And he has written his name on me. So much so that when they check the Lamb's book of life, again, who is that Lamb? Christ. When they check that book, my name is recorded, and his name has come upon my name. And therefore, in the spirit, when I show up, they understand that not Shelton showed up, not Carter showed up, but Jesus is here. Somebody, and I don't know who they are, what they are, what they look like, how tall they is. All I know is that they had authority to use that name. Silver and gold I do not have. But I got authority to use his name. And I don't have to ask for permission. (laughs) 
I don't have to wait until the water is stirred up. I don't have to wait for the best part of the service. I don't have to wait until after scene one, scene two, after the A selection, the B selection. I don't I don't even have to wait until I get to church. But I got so much right to this name that right now, in the name of Jesus, I can say that every situation in my life, rise up. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Yes. Rise up and walk. I got a name. I got a name. I got a name. Hallelujah. You feel displaced and disjointed, disconnected? You got a name. Being abandoned, you got a name. And in that name, God simplified that name. So if you couldn't say Sid Canoe or Man Kadesh, if you couldn't remember Tashur or Rohi, you didn't know that Shalom really was your peace and Rafa was your healing. He said, I done put all of it in one name, and I made it easy for you, child of God. And that name is Jesus. And when you say the name of Jesus and understand that you have the right to use that name, understand that every spirit is in complete knowledge and informed that power has just showed up. You show up in that name and understand as an heir of God that you have a right to use that name. That, honey, when you say in the name of Jesus, you understanding that everything that that name represents has just showed up at attention. And hell is waiting to see if you have knowledge of that name. And they know whether or not you have knowledge of that name based upon what you say behind that name. So if you say I come to you in the name of Jesus, that if you feel like it today, Lord, please, can you? I'm going to try my best and do my others, if you will. Then Satan knows something wrong up in here. But when you show up and say in the name, (laughs) I ain't trying to do nothing up in here. I declare peace in this place. Joy over here. Confusion, chaos, dissipate. Healing, manifest yourself now. Because I ain't trying to get the healer. I brought the healer with me. And as David said, David said, you come to me with a javelin and a spear. But I come to you in that name. And because I come in that name today, I can say that the carcass of my giants are going to be knocked off today. How many of y'all feel good knowing that you got a name that's greater than any other name? And that name belongs to you. So much so that God is saying to you today that you can knock the carcass, you can knock the head off of whatever giant is standing in your way. Amen. Financial giants, physical giants, come down. Because I come in this name. And when this thing stands up, you must bow down. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. 
I don't have to wait until he show up in his glorious appearance. I'm already declaring his name. I'm already declaring his name. I'm already declaring his name. I want you all to practice now and just say in the name of Jesus and whatever you want that name to do, I want you to let it follow. Let's practice. In the name of Jesus, go for it. (laughs) In the name of Jesus. Every angel is at your attention right now. The angels are at your attention right now. I'm telling you, power is at your attention right now. Don't you sleep on this moment. I'm telling you, if you get it, you might erupt, so you better be careful. <laughs> Is that real? Is that powerful? In the name. <sighs> Isn't it something about when you get knowledgeable about something, how you feel the virtue flowing out of you after you say, in the name. In the name of Jesus, heal. In the name of Jesus, deliver. Set free, my children. Loose my finances. Bring peace in the name of Jesus. Be still, peace. Joy in the name of Jesus. In the Jesus. Name of Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Now begin to celebrate the Lord, knowing that what you say has been done. Come on, celebrate him. I don't care if you ain't church or not. Clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. In the name of thank Jesus. In the yes. name of Jesus. We have victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name yes, yes. of Jesus, mm. you have yeah. to please. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> hey, we got to go. Uh, uh, woo. <laughs> oh, victory yeah. today is mine. Is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Through the name of yes, Jesus, yes, yes, we yes. have the victory in the name of Jesus. Through mm. the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> we got the victory. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it, 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 I got it. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it, 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 I got it. Somebody say, what you got? I just keep seeing things, amen, that I saw broken. And I'm just, every hey, yeah, bullshit. I just say, I got it. I got victory over that now. I got victory over that. And I got victory over that. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. How can you say that? I got it, I got it over that. And I got victory over that, too. And I got victory over that, too. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. I'm telling you, everything that's been negative and of negative rapport in your life up until now, you mm. need to just declare, I got victory over you already. I got How can the you victory. say that? Because Jesus has already rose from the dead. Hallelujah. He is seated at, seated at the right hand of the Father, and he has all authority of heaven and earth, and I am a joint heir with him. That means when he rose, yes. I rose. When he was buried, I was buried. When he resurrected, I resurrected. And so, therefore, if he's sitting on high, I'm sitting on high. Mm. <laughs> with my name. Yes. With my name. I'm victory. Get it. Get it. I got a new name. Oh, yeah. in glory. <laughs> and, and it's mine. Mine. <laughs> mine. 
mine. Oh, so mine. Yes. I've got a new <laughs> name. Over in glory. Gone back. <laughs> mine. Mine. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> see, just a minute ago, I, somebody, I felt somebody that when you when you see, see now when you pray in the name of Jesus, when you say that name now, you understand that everything that that name represents provision, healing, peace, sanctification, righteousness. Everything that you need, guidance, is in that name. And so when you say Jesus, you just said all of that. And not only that, every, every force in the heavens and in earth is responding to the authority in that name. I'm telling you, they come to attention when you say that name. And you know that it belongs to you. That's your name. That's your name. I bless your heart and all your parts. Have a fabulous day. Talk to you in the morning. We bless the Lord again. Yes, Lord. All right. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Good night, family. Good night. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.